Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most influential and listened to podcast in auto detailing. Welcome to the community. Hi, welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. My name is Marshall Hill. I'm your guide as we journey through the car care industry. You can find me and Nick on most platforms at HyperClean Store. Best way to get in touch, though, go to the HyperClean Specialist Group on Facebook or shoot us a text direct, 918-800-1188. And this is the Community Pub. I am diving into Voodoo Ranger Experimental IPA. So I bought a little Voodoo Ranger hot pack that's got a bunch of different ones in it. I just tried their Space Jam one. I think I've had it before. It's got that, you know, the, the dude with the Star tr- Starship IPA or whatever I think is what it's called. It, it was a good one. Have you had this one, Derek? You were, you were giving yes, it a thumbs I, up. Yes, I have. That's why I saw it. I was like, yes, that one is, that one's pretty good. Oh, smooth. Wow. Yeah, real smooth. You don't taste any hop. You almost don't even taste any... Uh, it's not a citrus IPA either. It's some, that's weird. That's that's a very smooth. That's the smoothest IPA I think I've ever had. I'm about to. I sent you that picture, but I'm about to break into the hmm. Brady's Nightmare, which is a Tom Brady beer, I guess. Oh, did he create a, a brewery? I know I, he's getting I, into all kinds of stuff with clothing lines and all kinds of things. Um, it's from 902 Brewing Company, which I think is in New Jersey, and it's a 10%. Oh, geez. And when I went to go buy it, the guy behind the counter was like, man, you're like the, you're, you're, you can't keep this stuff in stock. You're like the third person. Like, tell me how it is. You got to come back and tell me. And I was like, oh, God. So he told me to be careful. So I'm going to take a swig here in a second. We'll pour it out. Yeah. Is it boozy or no? You haven't tried it? Uh, let's see. Well, I mean, at 10%. Oh, that's a good color, though. Oh, it's dangerous, Marty. It's smooth. Oh, really? A 10% yeah. and it's smooth. Whew. It's going to be dangerous, but it's like a like a nice like citrus. It's, mm. it's good, but it's... Like like Bill Cosby dangerous or what? Bill, Co- Bill Cosby dangerous. Like, here, oh. drink some of this juice. Drink some of this juice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the same color as the OJ on Pearl I really like to drink. That's how it mm. pours out. Yeah. All right, Mike, let's jump back into that for that. That was a great question. You guys were chopping up uh, that the, the idea was basically how soon can you send out a car after it gets coded? Can people travel with it? It's a question we get asked quite a bit. Uh, you know, we'll get a message, whether it's text or in a DM, you know, asking, you know, what how a can can the car be left out um, or does it have to stay in cover? You know, B, can can the customer drive away with the car? You know, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of theories that the car can't leave for 24 hours. It can't do anything. Some even, I, I've heard of some people have kept cars a couple days after they coded it. Uh, so it is a it is an interesting theory to jump back around and go around. So, Brandon, I think you kind of started it off with it. What you had a customer that that wanted to to drive a long distance after he got his car coded. Yeah, my last few customers came from an hour away. Um, and the last one was a a new Audi RS6 and he drove it to me from like an hour and 20 minutes away. And the little, little under 24 hours, he had to drive it back home in a snowstorm. So that's what we were talking about. Uh, luckily he called and said barely anything stuck to it, but he couldn't wash the salt off for a week because you got to wait for it to fully, fully cure. So 
Yeah. Yeah. So how'd you handle that? Um, there was nothing I could do. He just had to drive it back. So I turned the heat up in the shop I was using and tried to speed up the cure process a little bit. And uh, so far, so good. He called me back after using Eco One to clean it off, and he says everything's golden. So wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. What'd you coat it with? Um, that was it was surfaces. But today <laughs> I did one. The guy drove from Rochester, and today I did dose on a client's car that I did surfaces for before, and now it's another car. So there's there's different brands that have different theories on how how soon a car can go out. Have you gotten any info from, from them on that? Yeah. Getting any information from them is like pulling teeth. Uh, but <laughs> uh, 24 hours, they say. Okay. So that's, that's a common thing, but, yeah. but yours got, it got wet. We, we've had people that have gotten wet and we just, we tell them, you know, Hey, uh, here's a towel. You know, when you get home, make sure to just get it dried back off, you know, the best you can. And, you know, what do you tell people? Cause the guy was going to leave in a snowstorm. What'd you tell him? Well, it was, it was almost 24 hours. So I explained the situation and uh, I checked on him after to make sure he got home. Okay. And he told me, yeah, barely anything stuck to it. I was shocked. Um, and then I called him recently again to check how it's been after he washed it. And he said, everything's fine. Everything looks good. So cool. I just kept in touch with him, make sure nothing happened, made sure everything was Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, it can be, uh, it can be tricky. No doubt. Mike, what you dealt with the guy that's, that's wanting to drive a long way to come see you. This is, and it is interesting, right? You know, I, I had a guy reach out to me. He's from Denver and I'm like, why in the hell would you work with me in Tulsa? You're, you're in Denver. There's plenty of people in Denver to work with. Yeah. My cousin's got a friend and my cousin actually wants to bring his Corvette up to um, my cousin's got a friend that, wants to bring a Cor Corvette up from Lynchburg. Um, in fact, I sent my cousin, Lynchburg, my Tennessee? Cousin, Lynchburg Virginia at oh. uh, Liberty university. My cousin's one of the VPs. Oh, okay. Wait, look, um, so is Liberty, was that a Christian school? Yeah. It's Jerry okay, Caldwell's. I, yeah. I think I talked to them briefly when I was looking at colleges. Yeah. 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 So, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm like, you know, how about you let me connect you up with, with a detailer in, um, in uh, Lynchburg or in Virginia, at least. You know, I met a yeah. couple when I was there and no, 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 no. I want you to do it. And I'm like, look, I'm not afraid of the coatings I'm using. I mean, I'm using a coating now that I got pro approved for. A three-year, I use Uno and Dose, but for my three-year coating, I got approved, and it's got a three-year cure time, or a three-hour cure time. And I know it works because I put it on my truck and then stuck it out in the rain four hours later, you know, and it worked well. Um, but what I'm afraid of is the bugs. You know, if, if you come up in May um, and you're driving back, Particularly, you know, so he's got to go through from me. He either goes to Syracuse and then straight down 81. Mm -hmm. um, he's got to go through what, you know, Brandon knows what I'm talking about. He's got to go through Montezuma uh, Swampland, <laughs> Muckland, which they'll be loaded with bugs 
yeah. um, in May. And what I'm afraid of is the bugs, you know, and then he can't, he still can't wash it for 10 days. Um, you know, and so I guess if they want to do it, I'm going to, I'm going to hook up with a, a couple haulers. I'm going to call a couple haulers and find out how much it would be to have the car shipped Transported. up. You know, or they drive it up and then I ship it back. Oh, um, wow. You uh, might be good with that, Mike, because it's hard to get haulers in a short distance, but that's a long enough journey. You might be able to get it. Yeah, and, and I've heard their prices are really reasonable. Um, you know, and if they can afford to pay, they want full correction. These are C7s. They want Ooh. full correction. Um, if they can afford to pay what I'm going to charge them, they can afford another 500 to a thousand bucks to have it shipped. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, so yeah, I'm, you know, I'm just shaking my head. I'm, you know, I, I guess this happens all the time. I mean, Brian Spelter at Apex Details has in Warren, not Warren, uh, where's he, Brandon? Um, uh, in Western, Eastern PA. Anyway, Eastern yeah. PA. He, Eastern has, PA, yeah. He, has, he has cars shipped from all over the Northeast to him. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that happens all the time. So I don't know. Lucas, what are your thoughts? Do you, you send cars out quick? Do people drive away with them? How do you handle it? Oh, generally what I like to do, no matter the time of year, uh, we get really humid here in the summer, which can mess with some stuff. I, I don't have any data to prove that, but I, I don't know. It gets, it gets wet and moist and cold and dry. So I like to, whenever I finish the coating, I'll just, uh, I'll keep it in the shop overnight in the climate control environment that I can control and then send it out in the morning. Yeah. That's pretty fair. So you don't ever let somebody just, you ever coated a car and then literally had the customer pull up to drive it away? Yeah, well, I actually, I, I had a, I had a buddy, a buddy of a buddy that came all the way from Detroit to me, which is about two and a half hours for me, uh, about a month ago for a correction, just a one step and a, in a, in a three year on it. And he, he, he was adamant. He wanted me to do it. I'm like, I know a couple detailers that do great, a great job in Detroit. No, I, so he, he'd made it all the way over here. And then he just sat in the shop for six hours while I did my thing. And then was like, hmm. we should probably give it a little bit. And he's like, that's fine. So then we went and got a couple beers and some dinner and then we came back and he took off on his merry way. Wow. Any issues? No, he's, he, he keeps sending me texts of, and pictures every, like once a week of how he's amazed at it's his first coating he's ever had. And he's just amazed at how dirty his car is not getting in our slush and our salt and our shit that's around here. Yeah, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. Dustin, what about you? How quick do you send your cars back out? Um, I keep them at least 24 hours or, well, at least 12 hours inside after they're coated. But, uh, yeah, so if I coat one at, say, you know, get it coated, wrapped up at 5, 6 o'clock, as, as long as it's in the shop for 12 hours after that, it's fine. But uh, I coated a large SUV in tray, and uh, it wasn't supposed to rain, and I pulled it outside, and boom, we get hit with a downpour like five hours after it was coated. So, um, but the vehicle's come back since, and it's perfectly fine. So, 
Um, I, I think as long as there's a couple hours there, man, you're fine. Uh, and, you know, that's just speaking off a tray, dude. That stuff's so tough. My goodness, it's it's like hitting a brick wall. Yeah. Mm. Now, I have just just to play around and run tests and different things, you know, right? That's what detailers is what we do. We always get test theories and test stuff out. I took a big jug of water after I coated a car and poured the jug of water all. I mean, we're talking like a five gallon jug, right? Just drenched it, just drenched the hood. And you could see some like rainbow effect. You could see like, I'm talking literally right after, right? Like I, I, I wiped everything around the car. So maybe that hood set for an hour, right? You know, 45 minutes and then just unloaded a shit ton of water on it. Not high pressure, just pouring a, a big jug. And you could see this rainbowy effect, and it was like it didn't like it did not like all that water. Something in the, the solvents, you know, you could see stuff still releasing or something was going on. I was like, hmm, okay, well, I don't think that that's recommended then. You know, like that's why yeah. I tell people, like, you guys see the people that they'll coat a car and then they'll start trying to do that hydrophobic video and they're pouring water all yep. over the car. And I'm like, why, why you just coated it? Why would you pour water all over it when you just coated it? I, I mean, it didn't. I did it to test it, and I didn't record a video on it. I wasn't putting it out on social. I was just running a a test in house, in a sense. Yeah, uh, there's a company locally that does that for advertisement. Man, as soon as they'll pull that thing out of the garage, they'll break out. They'll break out the water bottle and pour it on the side of a fender. Check it out. It just repels water. No shit. you know it's like i don't get it man it's just so much bullshit in this industry anymore (laughs) i fucking hate it (laughs) but you love it yeah i love it (laughs) john i'm gonna hop over to you but bugs marty oh oh, hold on do what the bugs well mike made a good point because most of the coatings aren't fully cured for seven to ten days have you seen bugs cause an issue it is a great it is an interesting theory because you got the acids that are in bugs and it's you know you you, that's going to eventually eat away at some stuff but no i haven't and if for me personally whenever we've had somebody that's come in and wanted a coating then they were going to drive away for a long distance and you know whether there was a question of if they would hit bugs because maybe it was going to be at night right you know and they're driving couple hours away well i i do the same thing i give them some towels and at that point i might give them some you know uh, some eco one or something to to spray and get them to to clean off or you know tell them to use some water to get them off i just always recommend them to get those bugs back off as soon as possible you don't want to let them sit on there until it's all the way hardened okay but i haven't seen i haven't seen a bug cause damage to a coating yeah i haven't Nick, what's cooking with Nick on tonight? We are trying a chicken taquito recipe. Mm. Mm. Okay, so some shredded chicken. I got the chicken breast going in the pan right now. I'm going to shred them up here in a minute. Making guac right now, that's going to go on top of it. I don't have to make a tomatillo sauce. I've already got that. But I'm going to add pineapple to it and make it like a a mojo taquito kind of thing. All right. Sounds delicious. Maybe even a little mango in there. That'd be good, too. Oh. Ooh. Hey, so, Lucas. Yo, what's our, up? Uh, our quesadillas. Yeah? At MTE, they had mango in them. And I'm, I'm trying to narrow down the recipe. All right. 
But I tried it the other night, got pretty close. When I get it perfect, I'll let you know. You better. You know my number. I do. Well, we had uh, we had cooked some steak this past weekend, and I still had some left over, so we sliced it all up and put it in uh, a croissant with some Oaxaca type of cheese. Yeah, delicious. A little croissant sandwich, little croissant steak sandwich. It was delicious. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. All right, John. So what about you? How do you handle coatings? Uh, uh, you know, in Phoenix, I know you don't get a lot of rain, but you probably don't get a lot of bugs either. Uh, that was the beautiful part when I went out to Phoenix. I set out uh, at at the house I was visiting. We were sitting out of this pool and kind of looked around. And I was like, "God damn, I'm not having to slap my arm. I don't have mosquitoes. Like, you could sit out here and enjoy a sunset in the middle of summer, and it's a beautiful night. God damn, this is a great place to live." Yeah, it definitely is a, a, a nice when it comes to that. I mean, we do have bugs. Uh, we do have a lot of farmland still. Uh, a lot of my cars, a lot of my, my clients are, are, when I'm done, they're like, okay, so when can I drive it? I'm like, at least let it, let it sit for an hour before you go and drive it. Uh, but a lot of my clients, they really just, they get up and go and they go do their thing. Um, I had one client, uh, we did a tray on it and uh, they didn't mean to uh, take it on the trail didn't mean to take it on the trail and he took it on the trail and, and uh, sent me a picture. Literally it was only like four days old. Uh, and uh, he says, uh, I think you need to come take a look at it. And he sent me a picture of just a grill. And I was like, Oh shit, this thing is covered in mud and just trash. I was forced to wash it uh, because there was just no way around anything else. So um, I just power washed everything lightly from a distance um and light soap worked out phenomenal um just not too long recently i had a when we get rain we don't get a lot of rain but it actually does just downpour it just dumps uh and out of nowhere so like across the street will be the sun will be shining and where i'm at will be dumping rain it that's how the weather pattern works out here in arizona well we i helped the lady get her garage cleaned out just so she could get her car in. Cause I said, you got to get the car in, you know, for at least 24 hours. So it you know, sits in um, because when they're older, I don't want them to stress about those things. And, and she says, no, I want my car fixed. So we got it fixed and uh, we helped her clean out her garage. And sure enough, she called me and says, so what happens if water gets on it? And I'm like, okay, are we talking like a little bit of water? Like, you know, sprinkles are cool. You just wipe it off. She's like, no, she sends me a picture of it downpouring on the car. Um, literally it wasn't even two hours. Uh, we threw down uh dose and, uh, I'm just scared shitless going, um, well, don't know what's going to happen here. Went there at seven o'clock in the morning. She's blow drying the car, uh, and, <laughs> because it's beating, and there has never been any problems with the car ever. So I've had clients, um, go very, very quickly with the Uno dose tray. Those three products are very quick flashing and they harden quickly on the outside. And they, yeah. I have not seen the staining side. Um, there are other ceramic coatings that I had used that I would not trust that factor because they say, oh, they're good to go in two hours. And I've poured a little bit of water on it. And sure enough, I get little, uh, little fisheye dots. Um, oh. So I've seen, I've seen a couple of, uh, you know, really expensive ceramic coatings 
um, do that. And the difference is the luxury that we have out in Arizona is I don't have to use the UV lamps. I pull a car out, let it sit for 45 <laughs> minutes out in the Arizona sun. It's already done and baked. I mean, yeah. it, it's good to go. But yeah, I, I tested the theory of, uh, you know, of coating a car and then I coated my bike and then literally I put it right out in the, the driveway while it was raining because I wanted to be able to understand how it failed, how it acted, you know, never telling a client, hey, this is what you should do. But um, I have seen three other type of coatings, all name brand, all huge marketers, um, that they completely failed after, you know, two hours and a little bit of sprinkling. Um, but uh, literally the hyperclean ones, any of those, those three, I have literally done them sent the client on their way or left and they have called me the next day going, Oh yeah, everything is good. It's all wiped down. We had to clean. We got a little bit of rain and their cars sit outside. Majority of the cars I do do sit outside. Um, and when we have rain that comes through, it literally comes out of nowhere. Just so even the forecast says it, it just pops yeah. up. So yeah, that's what on the way. Florida's that way. A lot of when we've done trainings in Florida, we've been just in the middle of training suddenly downpour, you know, like, <laughs> And anybody in Florida is always like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's just normal. I'm like, wow. I mean, <laughs> does it just stay a certain percentage of rain every day here? Like, I guess so, because they never know. It just randomly rain just rolls through. Brandon, uh, what's your week been like, man? How's uh, the weather up there? How's business? What's what's going on up, up in the Northeast? It's been good. Um, I, I just mentioned I did dose on a car that. Uh, a truck that someone brought me any any day you use uno or dos it's goes by very easy to breeze um i also just yeah. finished up a, a car show and sold quite a bit of products so that went really well um and i'm finishing up the week on friday at porsche so it's it's going pretty good um the weather's 39 instead of six hey that, that's beautiful <laughs> <laughs> It's hard to complain up here in the Northeast right now. Yeah, I mean, here it's February, um, mid-February, and we were at like 60 the past couple of days. I mean, we're like, hell yeah, sign me up for this global warming. I'm a big fan. Well, it's, it's, you know, I, 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 was, I was in, I'm using um, a client's shop during the winter that he's letting me rent out for certain jobs. And I left the heated shop and went outside and I was like, almost the same same outside and it's january it's beautiful uh talk to us about the car show oh it was great um first of all they had i don't know if you guys can see it but they had this beer right here southern tier oh, southern tier so uh, my client here. works for southern tier and i didn't realize how good this beer is so i had to pick up some for tonight but it Brian, went, what does he what does he do for southern tier he's a rep He's a oh, sales wow. rep. Yeah. But cool. the, the car show went great. I Last minute, usually you can only be a dealer and go to this car show. And last minute, um, I was able to go. I paid the entry fee, put a booth together real quick, brought all my products, handed out tons of cards. Um, was also I also sold some coatings to people to Uno for someone to do themselves. Hmm. So I was pushing that hard saying, hey, these two are so easy. I can give you the basics of how to do it and I'll help you through it. And you can do it on your own. If you don't want to pay this price for me to do it, 
this is another option. So um, it made some sales. Great. Yeah, at five hundred dollars, like five. Ooh, five good job, man. Or something. Oh, congratulations, yeah. bro. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, I was gonna ask you. Dude. I saw you. I saw your story, and I was like, Dang. if you let me know, I would have drove up. That was pretty cool, man. Yeah, well, I knew last minute. I didn't know till like three days before I went. But yeah, and we had video. to expedite some shipping and make sure we got it there. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta show you guys. Uh, they were gonna charge 150 for a power cord, and Ryobi makes these uh, power inverters. So for the same oh. price, I went out and bought a power two power inverters, and I bought a TV and played like a demo video of a bunch of my work, made it an hour long video, and used those little Ryobi power inverters to play my video the whole time. How long? How long would they last? Was like a whole like six, four or five hours or no? The one that uses the um, lawnmower battery lasted about five hours, and then the small one that uses the regular batteries, I used the six amp hour. Excuse me, and it lasted about almost two hours. Wow! Yeah, it's crazy, right? I mean, one hundred fifty bucks for for a power cord. Yeah, I was exactly. going to ask that just because uh, I'll be uh, going to, I got a couple shows lined up as well. And, and uh, I was wondering how you had that set up there. So I didn't have to pay all the major extra stuff. For oh, well, the video, the video, I, from what I found, I was stuck in the corner. Nobody knew we were there. The video was pulling people in. So if you could do some kind of video with music, it, it really draw, drew people to my table, even though I was hidden. So what was the power inverter? You just get it at Home Depot? Yeah, there's one for the large batteries for like your um, lawnmowers and stuff. Like the one you have, Marty. And then there's a smaller one that's just meant for the regular battery packs. So like uh, a little portable generator almost, right? Yeah, um, it's it just inverts the power of the batteries. And there's one so. plug-in. It's not meant for like, I don't think it can run my buffer. I think it's only like the large one's 300 watts. But, was nice um, it was perfect for that scenario. You want to so I can check it out. Yeah, I'll send you a link, bud. Please. Uh, but it ran the TV just fine. Yeah, perfect. I even had the music blasting because I was trying to draw people over. That's cool, man. Congratulations on uh, on. I think because you were a bit nervous, right? That a little bit of. How's it going to go? You know, I, mm. I'm going to step out there and do this and nicely done, brother. Thanks. Good yeah. Job, it was like a, a little taste of what I can do this summer at shows. So I'm definitely mm -hmm. going to be hitting the shows up hard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what did you find when you were talking to people at the shows? What is it that they were most interested in? Um, there, I was shocked. A lot of people usually shows I get more interest in products, but more people were asking about my service. I I had like 200 cards. I handed them all out. Um, that was a little weird, but that show is meant for people to come look at cars before they buy them. It's all new cars. So maybe that's why. So the New York yeah. Auto Show a little bit. Yeah. Well, that's cool. That's cool. Because, yeah, normally that's that's what we've we've talked about. And I talk about with a lot of people is normally there shows it's hard to sell services. It really is, but products are generally a, a good point to sell. And hey, if you sold five hundred bucks, that's awesome, brother. That's cool. Yeah, I, I agree. It's usually that way. Um, I mean, you and John says it say it all the time, and I always do it. Talk to everybody because even people that weren't coming, I'd, I'd answer questions about other dealers next to me because I've 
worked in dealers. So I can answer a question. I'd help guide someone. And then they'd be like, oh, what do you got here? You know, so worked out great. Just talk to everyone you can. Well, so are you just going to start lining up show after show after show and doing like cars and coffee and going out to everything? There's a, there's two big shows here. One's in like July or August. It's called, uh, it's called street scene. It's a huge, mm-hmm. huge car show around here. And I was there a couple years ago. I think I'll go there again this year. And then there's a big European like 80k euro fest that's in adirondacks i think i'll go oh there. i know what you're talking about one yeah. buddies goes there um i i was supposed to do that last year and i didn't so i think i'll do it this year yeah dustin i think you plan on doing some car shows and stuff like that too and maybe even utilizing your building when is your big uh launch for you know your your grand opening um we're looking at the weather i think we're gonna do end of march uh because it, dude it's just so you, you don't know it, it could be snowing tomorrow and you know 70 degrees the next day so uh we're really shooting for the end of march um that's the plan anyways but yeah we're gonna do some shows and stuff like that uh maybe do like uh cars for kids uh something i'm tossing the idea around and just getting that around the community getting a couple hey, of community there. Yeah, getting a couple hot rods there at the shop. And what's cars for kids? Um, you know, just something for people to bring their kids out, check out some cool cars. Uh, you know, nothing crazy, but uh, you know, just bring something to. Oh, instead uh, of coffee, bring your kids. Yeah, yeah, just uh, like I said, cars for kids. Kids like to see cool cars. Cars and chitlins. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So get them out. Uh, should call them it, they should call it that. Oh God. Try, try to give back a little bit to, uh, you know, the younger generation because there's not a whole lot to do around here. So if we can set something up like that um, for the local area, I think it would be a good hit. Um, another thing we're going to do, we're big animal lovers o- over here. Um, we're going to run a special for ceramic coatings um, in March and help uh, help donate some money to the local Humane Society as well. So. Get us out there, man. Okay. Nice. Nice. What's your favorite uh, pet? Uh, we're, we're big cat people over here at my house. Mm. <laughs> Bless your heart. Same Bless here. Your Look, Love I've got a cats. cat that's as big as your dog. Uh, he's 20 pounds. So Yeah, we talked yeah, about that. The Maine Coon? Yeah, Maine Coon. He's over there sleeping, which is what he does yeah. 23 hours a day. <laughs> that's all they do 23 hours a day, and then they wait until you actually have to get up, and then they definitely start making noise. <laughs> but no, we're gonna we're gonna sponsor an event at the uh, at the airport this year where they do some flashlight drags. So we're gonna do a sponsored thing there, something like that. We're just waiting on the final details, and we'll set up a booth there selling product. But uh, you know, get our name out there a little bit. And just really pushing this storefront, man. I'm I'm excited getting people coming in, uh, especially this week. The weather's broke. So I've got people just showing up randomly throughout the day. So it's pretty cool. Dustin, cool, um, something I never thought of that I saw at the show, pol- police cars. Um, I was set up next to Syracuse police. And in their passenger seat. Was Were you like nervous? Little- no, no. I actually I handed my cards out to them. They were all cool. Oh. But but um they had a little detail caddy in the passenger seat 
So I went over with Eco One. I was like, you guys got to check this out. And I started like cleaning the hood with Eco One. They're all like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. So the, a couple wow. of them said they're going to be buying some stuff off my store soon. But I I never thought about it. But they they like wipe their cars down a lot on their own. And mm-hmm. great. Pro- yeah. yeah, we're going to be, we actually are taking a, a, a test hood, uh, getting a, a hood all prepped. And because uh, we're actually going to be going to in March. We've got uh, the largest uh, lowrider show. Usually for the first week before, I'm detailing my ass off. Um, and this time we actually uh, are going to be doing a lot of details prior, but then we're actually going to be at directly in the actual show um, on the actual main floor as all these major uh, lowrider cars. So it'll be a pretty badass thing. And, and uh, I know the products they use because I've seen too many times. And uh, that's exactly it. That's why uh, we always thought about like, oh, we're just going to, you know, get a test hood and, and take a test hood, make sure it's all dialed in and, and uh, be able to throw it on some slick and keep it simple. Congrats, mm. man. That sounds huge. Yeah, wow. it's, 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 it's been a while to, to get into it, but we got into it and, uh, you know, I, I just didn't want to pay the, just didn't want to pay the big chunk and, and, uh, but it's also kind of like a lottery. Like you, you, you can't always secure the spot because like I said, it is the, number one uh lowrider car show that comes in and it's actually at the, the cardinal stadium so um like i said you know all the cars that i usually clean prior to the show aren't even a- actually in the show but there is so many car clubs that come in that that's why we're hitting this thing up like like ape shit so yeah, definitely should. About that, <laughs> that yeah. would be that would be funny put a little hood out there put some water on it and then say see if you can make this streak Nah. And then just give them a bottle of slick and a, a twist dry towel and be like, see if you can make it streak. That's a good yeah. idea, man. I, I, I've got a video that I posted. And because that video I posted, I have several cheap motherfuckers that did not believe in any product. I say it like that because uh, I've, I've rode with these guys. They're just, just cheap motherfuckers. And <laughs> their products are products that they bought 10 years ago from some fair and i'm like dude you gotta get rid of this shit i'm like not because i'm selling products just because that shit is just worse just throw that shit away and uh the guy called me up because dude the video you just posted about it being sun safe and straight free i mean on the black panel it was steaming off and uh yeah it was just yeah that's the thing and it was on black paint so it just worked out perfect so like so people were looking at going really is it straight free i'm like well let's just see Let's see what it does. And sure yeah. enough, it did. It didn't let me down, but it just made people go, "Huh, damn, I feel like an asshole." Yes, you should. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Uh, hey, Mike, I'm curious. Uh, what's ever been your most favorite car you've owned? Oh, without a doubt. <sighs> God, I almost said my C5. <sighs> So my brother-in-law, before he went to Vietnam, he had a 1967 Ford Mustang with a 429 in it. What uh, color? Four-speed. Gold. Oh, yeah. A 1969 Mustang, Boss 429? I believe so, yeah. Holy oh, God. God. He oh, went- my God. That's a seven-figure car nowadays. Yeah, that's very expensive now. So I think I was 14 or 
13 or 14 or somewhere around that. He said, look, if I get killed, here's the title. I'm signing it over to you. Holy <clears throat> crap. <laughs> so he got killed. Oh. <clears throat> so now I own this Mustang. <laughs> and man, I'll tell you what. I just, I adored that thing. Got my license, drove it, <clears throat> went in the army, parked it in a, my dad had an apron and a side yard, parked it in the side yard, <clears throat> um, went in the army, came home on leave like a year later. I said, where's my muscle? He said, I saw it. No, he said I, I sold that piece of shit. It was rusty. Oh, Here's the money. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh no, that's a heartbreak, dude. Man. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. So you know, I mean, I guess that was my favorite car, but I almost said my, I got more enjoyment out of my C5 than I did any car I ever had. You know, and I'm not a car guy. Okay, I've only owned three or four. And everything else is trucks. I mean, I'm I'm a truck guy. I don't, you know, I had a good time with my C5 for a while I owned it. But <clears throat> I'm a truck guy. So, you What's know. been your favorite truck? The one I currently own, I own a 2018 um, Chevy Silverado. Mm, sorry to hear um, that, brother. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Them is fighting words, wait, Marty. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> What is this? What does the Silverado do to you? Yeah, no, no, he's a Midwest guy, so he's either gonna like, most likely a found on road dead, or oh, you know, fucked over rebuilt yeah. Dodge. No, over oh hell no, yep. you're right. No. There's a lot of Dodge fans here. You're absolutely yeah. right. A lot I'm of not Toyota. Of, I'm not a one lot. of them. Yeah, when I, I was. I in, love- I'm a I I'm a Ford guy. Man. I like Ford trucks. Uh, you drive but, a Jeep. It's a Dodge. But, but I I also own a, a Nissan, and that okay. that Titan has been a beast. Oh, those are yeah. badass trucks. Yeah, dude, they're a nice yeah. trucks. Things are kind of fast too. That oh, dude, it's got a big like surprise you. It, it's got a big engine in it. Um, I'd converted it to CNG back in 2013 when gas prices were going outrageous. It's how I built my business was driving around the state of Oklahoma with that Titan. I mean, it's, Hell yeah. and I still have it, man. It's it, that thing. It just rolls. I mean, it just, mm. the engine is still just completely fine. I mean, it, it, it runs does on great. CNG? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have a lot wow. of stations out there? Like, Do I have a lot of what? A lot of stations, like a CNG stations? Uh, in Oklahoma. Yeah. We, I mean, okay. fair enough. Yeah. We got, we got, we got plenty. I mean, you start trying to travel outside of this, you know, the area and it does, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's just a button. So you, you, you push the button and it goes back and forth. Oh, see, mine's a hundred percent CNG. Oh, I'm screwed. Geez, I'm I'm screwed. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was your van, right? Yeah. Well, my van and my truck, both of them are. are oh, okay. Uh, full, so full I, CNG. I did buy, and that's, it's what I, I then, I've done detailing out of and then sold products out of was CNG vans and they were old Dodges that I think they were somewhere, you know, some, some government agency had them or government yes. something. And, <laughs> you know, they just get, you know, pawned off real cheap. Basically. And that's what I bought. They were old, uh, old Dodge vans and they didn't last very long. Just like most Dodges. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Most Dodges just don't last. 
<laughs> when I was in when I was in Houston uh, building the house, I was there uh, twenty two months of hell. Everybody, I was the only guy on site. I had a how bad, Mike? How bad is that humidity down in Houston? People don't realize. It, I mean, weird. Atlanta's hot. There's definitely some Florida, Louisiana. It, 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 it's just different. You get down to that golf, and especially, I, I remember going into Houston, getting out of the car, and just went <gasps> like it's, it was. It was rough. It, it's where our good Lord Jesus Christ. We call it the armpit. Not we we haven't said Jesus Christ. We've we've called it the armpit. No man, Ohio's the armpit. No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah, y'all haven't experienced the humidity and heat down there. Yeah, you have no idea what the humidity and heat is to New Jersey. And well Derek. I was humidity to, in Jersey is not anywhere near the humidity no, down in South no, Texas. It's, it's it's not. It's just you have to experience it. it, yeah. it you guys is, been in Michigan during the summer? Yeah, I know where you are. So, I live on Lake Ontario right. in upstate but New York. I you know guys don't realize is. that we are 100% minus our southern border surrounded by water. Right. And in the summer, I have three friends from Texas and two from Phoenix. That piss and moan about the thickness and the humidity of the air in West Michigan during the summer. Well, I've never, I, I've <laughs> never been to Texas, so I, I, I can't speak to it. But I'm just, it gets rough. I, I was last time like the humidity gets so bad you can you can chew on it because like, like oh yeah it's hot outside like oh I can handle heat I, all day the humidity is what kills. We, we, we don't have the is, humidity very often out here. But we do. Holy shit! Just got, you just got pure heat out there. Yeah. Well, but when it, we have a, a thing called monsoon season uh, for like four or five months, and yeah. when it does happen, it literally just it yeah. goes dry, and then it just dumps, and then it just sucks, and then it's like <laughs> you can't <laughs> breathe. Yeah. And then like two hours later, dry you're back going again. Like, all right, cool. Thank goodness I got no hair. Don't have to worry about the grizz. Oh <laughs> Like All right, but so Mike, you were down in Houston. Apologies, so go ahead. I was the, we were talking about vehicles, and it's funny the ranges you go through. I've worked in 13 states and 29 cities in my career. And I was at the time I had a 2004 Duramax diesel with the Allison. I had 105 guys on site, and if you know Houston, you know nobody, everybody has a car. Everybody. They everybody has carpool, what? A car, a truck, a car or a truck. They don't carpool, they have no mass transit. And besides the heat, it's probably the worst traffic in the country. Now, I would um, say that is Atlanta or Tampa. Tampa's pretty fucking bad. Or, or DC. Yeah, nah, it's. Yeah, it's, DC is bad too. It is. Yeah, that Baltimore area, D.C. area. Right, but at least D.C. has mass transit. I mean, Houston's the fourth largest city in the country, and they have no mass transit. They don't have city buses. They don't have nothing because Texans like their cars. So I had 105 people on my site, and I was the only one on site with a Chevy or a GM product. Everybody, literally everybody had Fords with a few Toyotas salted in. So, yeah, it's it's just funny how different regions of the country, you know, this is Chevy land in New York. 
Chevy. Yeah, <laughs> there's no doubt through the Midwest, Ford dominates, and they talk about this is Ford truck country. Like, yeah, yeah. I I agree, Derek. What's been your favorite? The Tacoma. Listen, man, I love my Tacoma, man. So actually, my to be completely honest, my I had a 1991 or 90. I can't remember what year it was. I had a Ford Explorer that was an Eddie Bauer edition. It had the wood. It had the yeah, those were nice. on, on the outside. It had the wood on the inside. And my grandfather gave it to us as like, he gave it to my sister. It was like a first car. Like he basically did the crap where he put the keys in a box and was like, Merry Christmas. And my sister opens the box and goes, what? And then he points to the outside and there's, a, there's the Explorer outside. I'm like, oh man. That was her first car. So then I my, I got it, and then my brother got it. So it went through all three of us. But the four-wheel drive, you put it on, it would get stuck. But if you kept driving, eventually it would turn off. The windows didn't work, and the gas gauge didn't work. So I would always throw 20 bucks into it, and then it wouldn't fill it up all the way. But I just assumed it was full because it was 20 bucks. And at the end, it had 400,000 miles on it, and I couldn't kill it. I couldn't kill it. And then my uh, buddy... My buddy used to call it the X. Like, oh, bro, that's the that's the best one, the exploder I'd have, I've ever seen because he's a mechanic. He always knew they blew up. And yep. uh, <laughs> at the very at the very end, I was going to turn on somewhere, and somebody hit me on the side, and they flipped over. I was upside down. I fell out the seatbelt, and then just kept going. And when they flipped that Explorer back over, the guy the the guy the guy who came the came picked it up. Turn the explorer back on. It turned on. The guy goes, I can't believe this thing is still running. And they pulled it away and it was gone. I was like, I actually said it to you because I'm like, I love that explorer. It was dirt brown too. I never took care of it. But hmm. I, for some reason, when, when that car got killed, it was like my favorite car. But I love my, I have a Tacoma now. I love my Tacoma. Yeah. I had a Tacoma too. That's how it, my mobile detail truck was a Tacoma. Uh, and I think I had a three and a half years, something like that. And the resale on it, I only lost a thousand dollars. I was gonna say my truck, my truck has gone up two thousand dollars. Like I, if I were to sell my truck now, I'd make money. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, I like, mean that's just yeah, now, yeah, right? right? <laughs> Which I'm still like smacking my like like I bought it for 20, 27 and now it's worth thirty thousand. And like I had someone came up to me going, "Hey, you selling your truck?" I'm like, "Absolutely not! Like I love my truck. Like leave me alone." Like, yeah. I'm with you. Uh, Nick, what's uh, what's the food looking like? How's everything looking over there? We're in progress. I'm having trouble with the tortillas, but we're figuring something out. Okay. They keep breaking up on me. Yeah. I got tortillas, but they just, like, break apart when I try and toast them up. Mm-hmm. So we're expecting with, with Toast the them or don't – I thought taquitos, don't you fry them? Don't you give them a little fast flash fry? Yeah. Right now the tortillas are just, like, disintegrating in the – for some reason in the fryer. So hmm. we're experimenting. Yeah. We're getting well, somewhere. Keep, keep trying. Alex, we're talking favorite vehicles. Uh, is it the Audi that you just got, or what's been your favorite vehicle that you've owned? Man, um, I don't know. A lot of my vehicles have been favorites. Evo. My, the Evo. The Evo was a favorite, but before the Evo, there was the 1988 Mazda 323 GTX. Oh, that oh was God. probably my favorite um, because that little car was badass. It was it was a 1.6 liter turbo 
about 120 something horsepower, but it was full time four wheel drive with a locking center diff. And uh, it was Mazda's rally car. So between 88 and 89, they only made 500 of them worldwide each year. So, you know, finding one was was damn near impossible. Um, I found a pretty good one uh, down in South Florida and uh, and then had to replace the motor in it because. The, oh, uh, yeah, the um, th- they were notorious for the keys on the the key link on the camshaft would break and then it would cost more to fix than just to go buy a Mazda motor, you know, Miata, it was basically the same motor the Miata had in it. So, you know, I found a, I found one in a, at a junkyard. What some, are those gerbils like in there? Man, I, I don't know. They, they, listen, it was torquey. I, I took many a civics off the line and, and surprised a lot of people just because of the fact that it was full-time four-wheel drive and it had a lot of torque on it. I mean, if you let off the gas, if you let off the brake, didn't even put any um, pressure on the gas pedal, like you could just release the clutch and it would go like without stalling out. It was that torquey. Release the watch? The clutch. The clutch. Yeah. I know that's a, that's a term that nobody uses anymore. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you know, it's that other pedal on the left hand, the far left hand side. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, It's it's just before you get to the little button to click the high beams on, you know, Mike probably knows that one. (laughs) Mike knows that one. Did it have the Mazda speed Miata motor in it then? No, this was, you said it was turbo, right? Yeah. This is 88. It was, it was, it was, I guess technically it was the Miata motor, but it was actually, I think, out of the uh, the the Capri, the little the Capri, yeah, because that. that that was that had the turbo on it um, long before the the Miata did. And um, what Evo did you have? Um, I had a 2003 Evo eight and nice. a two thousand and a 2011 Evo ten MR. Oh. <laughs> That was that was the one that was the one we just got rid of to get the uh oh you got new, rid of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We traded it in to get the SQ5. I um, saw the SQ5, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but that that SQ5 is no joke either. Yeah, um, and I'm still waiting. I've got my deposit on the the new RS3, so I'm just waiting on them to have allocation for me to order. So oh man, I'm jealous, RS3. Yeah, I love those. Yeah, that'll probably be my next new favorite car because that's going to be stupid fast from what they said. Yeah. Do you yeah. plan on tuning it at all? Um, yeah, I'll probably start off with the APR tune. Um, I actually want to do it um, to the SQ5 because I think they said it bumps it from like 350 horsepower to about 430 just on regular 93 if you run e85 it puts it at like 480 something yeah if um, you end up doing the pulley and the ultra charger it's like over 500 yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know that we need that in the sq5 <laughs> um, it's already it's already fast enough as is and the rs the rs3 comes uh mm-hmm. stock with 400 horsepower and apparently the APR tune on the last generation, um, which is the same motor, was good for 100 horsepower. So then it should put it close to 500. Just yeah, my client, my client has the stage one. It's stupid fast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My my client has has like 
he knows the guys at APR. So like like the RS6 you had messaged me about, the orange one, like yeah. it's leaving, I think, tomorrow to go spend three weeks at APR because it, his is the like the 22 model. Um, so they're actually going to make sure that all the stuff from the 21s fit it. So like he's getting a free tune and a free oh they're beta testing yeah 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 Yeah, he's yeah yeah his um his rs3 when it came out in 2016 was the first one that they ever did so he had all the proof of concept um parts on it it was at the time the world's fastest rs3 because it was running nine it ran started out running nine sevens in the quarter mile and they finally got it down to like nine three i think before he sold it it had a uh, 700 and something horsepower at the wheels um, on E85 and like 650 at the wheels on 93. Yeah, yeah that's was, so that motor is Audi's rally motor. You yeah. said that was Mazda's rally car. That's yeah, Audi's rally motor. Yeah. But yeah, I messaged you. I used to be the APR guy in this area. Yeah, I yeah, I remember, yeah, yeah, that's what you were saying. I miss it. But they yeah. actually all those parts they're using on your buddy's car yeah actually like before 3d printing was a thing they would 3d print every piece they made to make sure it bolted on correctly yeah yeah and that's that's all all his stuff is was like proof of concept um the the one time i drove the rs3 um before he got rid of it in between like he popped the hood and showed me and like you'd think like, why would anybody pay money for it? Because it was all like, kind of, it looked like shade tree mechanic put it in there kind of deal. Cause it wasn't like finished down yet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that car was, that car was insane. My Mars six GTI did all the beta testing for APR before they came out with the tune. Oh, nice. Wow. Uh, Hey Mike, uh, you know, we were talking about Dodges. The interesting part is we might have a Dodge truck, owner here i think in the community now did Uh that happen dustin (laughs) Dustin did you sell the ford and bought a dodge i sold it man and i'll tell you why uh the ford was fun i mean it was a 600 horsepower you know single cab f350 it was a fun truck but uh, I, bought, I bought it four years ago for 8,700 bucks and sold it for 19,500. So, uh, so yeah, so before I had the Ford, I actually had a third gen Cummins. And when I lived in Florida for a year and a half, this freaking like moron blew through a stop sign and hit it. Oh, yeah. on it. So, but I cashed out on it and found this truck. It was the cleanest one I could find in the United States. Um, so, Is that a Cummins? Yeah, yeah, it's a it's an 07, uh, 67 Cummins. So oh, cool. it'll, it'll be 550, 600 horse, just reliable daily drive right. by the time, uh, probably end of March, April. But uh, it's, uh, it, it's cool. I mean, going from my Ford to it is like, going from a top fuel dragster to a slug but uh <laughs> it's a different animal but uh, we'll, we'll get it going but my favorite truck of all time right out of high school um i was still detailing at the dealership then they had this uh single cab short bed step side chevy and victory red that came in Oof. 
and it was a five speed, had a four eight uh, LS in it. And I was it a Chevy of, SS or what's that? Was it an SS edition? Nope, it was just a Z71. Okay. Um, you know, single cab, short bed, step side. Nice. And, uh, I I fell in love with it, so I jumped on that, and I I pr- it probably had ten thousand miles worth of burnouts and donuts in it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> gosh, it was so much fun. Uh, had a blast in that truck. Wish I would have never gotten rid of it, but uh, it was a good time. Lots of fun. All right, uh, Lucas. What about you? What's been your favorite car? Oh shit. Well, I've had about 27 of them. Wow, you're one of those. (sighs) Sir. I think I've only owned like five cars. I'm serious. And I'm only 25, so. I know, like that's cool. (laughs) I'm the opposite guy. I'd probably say my most favorite car. Oh, shit. Some of, well, okay. I, got, I have three categories. My most favorite truck was my 06 single cab Duramax. And it just, it just had injectors and a tune. It's about 500 horsepower. That thing was a riot. It pulls skid steer every day. Rarely saw it disconnected from a trailer, but that thing, that thing blew more smoke than you could ever imagine to see. And then favorite car was probably my 2010 six speed manual Camaro that I had turned up to about 600 wheel horsepower. And that thing, that's the longest I ever owned a car was that one. I had that one for about four years and that was, that's what like cemented me in the car community and kind of went launched. I mean, I've met most of my friends I have now in that car. So that's always going to be probably my favorite car race car. And then my favorite daily driver is probably the one I have now, which is my 2001 Volkswagen tdi golf that i've decked out and it's got almost four hundred thousand miles and runs like it's brand new yeah 50 miles per gallon manual transmission you can't go wrong no can't go wrong uh was it hard to find manual because i it took me quite a long time to find a jeep and this was even five years ago when i bought my jeep it was difficult to find manual um it depends on the car. A lot of the older Volkswagens, the the Mark IVs, which are ninety nine point five through about two thousand five, depending on the model, a ton of those are. I mean, there's more manuals and automatics that I see for sale, at least around here. So it's it's not terribly difficult to find those kind of cars in manual. They're kind of like the nineties Hondas, where almost half of them were the proper transmission, rather than yeah, I've. I've replaced enough automatic transmissions among my 20 something cars that um, I'm pretty purist on the manuals now. You Are you a big fan of, uh, I mean, Volkswagen, Volkswagen's a cool little, it's got, they've got some cool stuff. I, when the GTIs came back out, uh, this was, would have been what Mike maybe helped me. I think it would have been 90, like three ninety four. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, I had a really good friend named Stuart Letcher. That uh, was still a good friend of mine today. And he bought one. And listen, we raced everybody at a stoplight. Nobody gave us a chance. And that dude blew everybody out. Like he dominated Tulsa in his little GTI. It was hilarious. They actually even later modded it out and turned it into a race car. And we're running it through, through races. I mean, it was, it was a stout little ride. Uh, I mean, I, I got scared. 
multiple times he freaked me out in that car. Like it was oh, a lot yeah. of fun. So my Camaro, okay, my GTO that I had most recently is my most recent LS car. I had an 05 GTO with an LS2, and that was full full motor, nitrous, fueling the whole nine yards to make it 650 rear-wheel horsepower. And I ran a 10.3 in that car. My 1.8T $1,200 Volkswagen I had last summer that I put $4,000 into with bigger turbo, a tune injectors, that thing ran an 11 flat with a tire. And those are that, I mean, that made half the horsepower, but still ran pretty pert near close to 10 tens in a freaking what? $5,000 total shit box. It was ugly, but I was <laughs> amazed at how fast it got from just some bullshit eBay mods and, a, a sketchy ballsy tune and we were off to the races <laughs> yeah so i mean he was a non-stop the funny thing about us in high school is we would argue back and forth over cars versus trucks right he was always that speed needed that i was always into trucks the interesting part now is he owns a raptor <laughs> <laughs> he took it out to the dunes and did all this, this stuff like he loves doing that but he also this still into speed so he's a pilot for delta so that kind of gets you that point like oh he, yeah he still loves speed <laughs> yeah i'm i'm kind of i kind of want another fast car but i'm also like man i kind of want a nice big just soft pickup truck with leather seats and easy going maybe a, a nice a little bit of a low lowering kit on it you know just just something nice but Trucks are too expensive right now. I can't. I'm too Dutch to bring myself to buy a truck right now. Um, but he's also the guy. If you guys have heard me mention where I fucked up some chrome rims, he's also the guy that fucked up those chrome rims because he sprayed all this. I don't know. I, I wasn't into car care at that time. He sprayed acid all over these from this local blender, and uh, they he fucking killed my rims. And this is in high school, and I was like, "What the fuck just happened?" I mean, it, it was a buddy, right? So there's nothing you can do. You know, it's not like it just went, oh, I guess my rims are fucked. Like, we <laughs> fucked up some rims back in the day. I had a friend that did that this past summer. He he had me, he bought like $3,000 real wheels for his S2K. And um, they're uncoated, unclear coated brushed aluminum. And he had me coat them and then he uh i don't know what he did but he got a scratch or something on one of them and decided to polish all of them not realizing that would remove the coating that he just paid four hundred dollars to have applied to his brand new three thousand dollar wheels and then you know he went a couple days and they got a little bit of brake dust on him so he bought some kind of adam's wheel cleaner and he sprayed it on him and just destroyed the finish i mean it was like a leopard with white spots and it, it was it was destroyed and then he he came to i saw him at cars and coffee he's just like help i don't know what i did and i'm like bro i told you all you can't do this you can't do that you cannot use this on it just use soap like and he ended up paying me about a thousand dollars to polish out his brand new three thousand dollar wheels oh, and recoat them oh but yeah that mine weren't 3000 but this was in the 90s you you didn't yeah you everyone didn't had chrome rims in the 90s marty 
You weren't cool if you didn't have chrome rims in the 90s. <laughs> oh, gosh. No doubt. All right, Derek. Marty, I think- Marty, Marty, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So I'm looking at rims for my truck, and I'm struggling whether I'm going to lower it or raise it. So if I get chrome rims, does that match my gin persona? Like hey, the old drunk man with chrome hey, rims? Hey, match, oh. it matches definitely. Yeah. <laughs> and Mike, trucks below, trucks deserve to be slammed on their fucking nuts. Just, just so you know. Oh, oh, my! Please truck explain. Does... Please explain. Well, everybody my... lift. Everyone lifts their truck, and then you got to deal with the small penis jokes if you lift it. If you slam it, people Whoa. are going to know you mean business, and it looks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm struggling with that right now. I don't know what to do. I just had headers and dual. Yeah, I like that. I it. like that philosophy there, Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody you knows know, you do business. I like that. All right, Mike, go just, ahead. What were you saying? I've just had headers and dual exhaust put on it. I had the throttle body spacer put in it, put an air kit in it. And now I'm looking at it and I'm saying, okay, I got to level it out. Do I want to level it? Do I want to lower it? Do I want to level it up plus one, plus two? And, you know, it's white. And I just don't want to put black rims on it. And so I'm thinking. But white. Pardon white me? on white's clean, man. I love white on white. Not when you mm. live in the Northeast. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. But I don't know. You know, I'm, I, I'm thinking chrome. And now I'm thinking, God, maybe I could just put a sign on the back of it, you know, Old man Jim, Jim, old man chrome wheels or something like that. <laughs> I don't think chrome means you're old. I don't think that oh, at all. It doesn't yeah. know. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, everyone everyone that's young, they hate chrome. That's rims. why I'm old, I guess, Mike. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody just pulled the leak down. It's all well, about the world. Everything, everything's got to be blacked out. Yep. Oh, is that what all it is now? forces on it. Yeah, see, I don't like what everybody else does, so I got to go against the grain. I don't know. I don't know. I just sit and look at what I've got for until something clicks with me, and I say, that's Give good. Me I mean, I, truck. I'd like a set of gray rims, you know, gray powder-coated rims. I think they'd look pretty oh, good. I had gunmetal cool. on the Camaro, and those those look sweet. And it, it, Yeah. It was, it was yeah, gunmetal is the way gun to go. Gunmetal. Yeah, gunmetal. Yeah. yeah, it's... Yeah, I just I gotta wait till something I see it, it pops, and then I want it, I buy it. Mike, I think you got your answer from the community right there. Community. Yeah. Great. Yeah, that- so if y'all see a set of uh gunmetal wheels that you like, send them over to me on Messenger, you know, or hit my Facebook <laughs> with them. Well, you know, because I'm looking speaking gotcha, of community, man. when we were sitting at the bar, Marty, Lucas walked in and he started talking Volkswagen. I'm like, this guy's all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> I love that Volkswagen. I love that Volkswagen golf. I, I just I don't fit in it. It's no fun for me, but I like looking at it. You can put yeah. the seat way back, man. I'm tall too. My seat is way back. <laughs> yeah, but dude, I just thought you you're not tall and fat. <laughs> oh Mike, no. I, no. Mike, I, I told everybody, I literally I told everybody when I met you, I went, wow. You're a big old boy. Yeah, I'm, I'm too big. Yes. Yes. First thing I, said. I, I didn't mean in wide. 
I just wasn't expecting you to be that tall. I mean, you're you're a big old guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, Mike, the GTI had more headroom for me than my truck does. They got plenty of headroom. It's just the you know what kills me is the dead man pedal. That's Uh, what kills me. So my 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 left leg is jacked way up, and I just it's you know, um, yeah. I mean, it it, it's that way and everything but a bend. Well, that's why you drive a drive a stick, and then it's not sitting on the dead man pedal. Sitting on the yeah, yeah. gets it. (laughs) I'm done shifting. I've shifted enough in my life. I'm done shifting. Mike, there is times where I go get my truck because I'm like, you know what? I don't want to touch a thing. I just want to like drive. Like, yeah. but the Jeep is work, right? I mean, you're always working. You're always moving. You're always doing something. And I love it. But then there are times where I'm like, fuck it. I just want to like, I'm going to lean my chair back a little bit. I'm just going to cruise. I don't have to, I don't have to touch anything. Yeah. That's why I've said, I think my favorite vehicle of all time I really think my favorite vehicle of all time wasn't the wasn't my college car that I got the I think it will be I, I really I really really want one of those cars whether it's Nick whether it's if I go with you guys or maybe if it's Revan or any of those other guys that come out with the electric car I just want to press the button put in my stuff and let it drive me to where I need to go. Like, I don't want to touch a thing and I just want to cruise and chill. I'm the polar opposite. I want something as visceral and as analog as possible. Thank you, Lucas. Yes. <laughs> I'm the same way, but what Marty just said, you, I don't think you can technically get a DWI. Could you? I, yeah, I think you still yeah, you can. can. Yeah, yeah, I think it's still can. Away. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, drive, I'll, I'll drive analog then. Brandon, in New York, if you're in your vehicle with the key, mm-hmm. not in it, but with the key. Yep. yep. Yeah, that's true. That's a DWI. Yeah. yeah. That's Colorado. That's everywhere. Maybe if you have your keys, like literally, I, I, I would pass out drunk in my car and I would put my keys in my trunk <laughs> because I'm like, nope. You're not getting me this time. Marty, right next to my booth at the car show was a 392 Jeep. Oh, one of the new ones. It was nice. Very nice. They are nice. I wasn't a Dodge fan either five years ago, but after Alfa Romeo made them good again, they're pretty nice now. I still don't associate that I'm with Dodge. I don't. (laughs) But Call it Chrysler, maybe. I just... I just can't do it. I can't do it. I, I, know. I don't like. I don't like Mopar. I don't like anything Dodge. I think. I think that the majority of them they're built shitty, uh, straight <laughs> up. It, but I like the Cummins engine because it is, like, let's face it, the rest of the body is a pile of shit, uh, and this is the cleanest one that I could find in the United States. Oh I God. bought it simply because that engine is very easy to work on. It is cheap to maintain. I can throw a big ass turbo with a manifold non VGT on it for under two grand, slap some fuel on it, but you know, put a built transmission behind it and you're fine. But you know, the rest of the truck still shit, but uh, <laughs> it's easy to maintain. And that's why I went to it from a Ford. I'm not a Dodge guy, but you know easy but to go work 19 if you go 19 and after there's not a nicer inside of a truck 
than a Ram. I agree. The interior. Did you see the new DMC nice Denali though? Oh what my god! I saw no. I know he's Lucas. That was I saw the the show. The new GMs, the Denali's. They're not messing around now. The like, new Denali's are okay, giving they Dodge a good out. run for their money. Well, they I went I worked out. out an eighty thousand dollar GMC Duramax, and even that customer got in my truck, and he's like, "Wow, this is nice." And I have a mid-level Ram. I mean, maybe the new ones are a lot nicer. I haven't seen them. Oh, they're they're, whew. yeah. Just, just the, the last year's generation, the backup camera looked like a flip phone. Like it was like look right up, those are look, up, look up next year's gen on. <laughs> look up some like videos of the interiors, and you'll. They're yeah. uh, Lincoln's got their their interior on point. Oh, they always have. They're oh. top notch. I'll tell you what, I've done four or five Dodge pickup trucks. They got more paint on them than anybody else. Yeah. Oh, the exterior sucks. You, you I, know, honestly, no, they have a ton of paint on them. I mean, I know, but they have so much orange peel and then none of the panels line up. But the inside, well, yeah, them, yeah, nice. Yeah. But yeah, for doing corrections, they're great. The one yeah. I'm working on now that I posted in the HyperClean group earlier. It's got a lot of paint on it, very little orange peel. I'm telling you, if I didn't have to do badge removal, uh, it would. It, polishing the vehicle was a waste of time, straight up. Uh, this thing is very good condition, lots of paint, like you said, Mike. Um, it, but uh, very little orange peel, in my opinion, but uh, I had to pull some badges. But I'm telling you, the interior on this fifth gen is super nice. Mm-hmm. Um, love it yeah they are i mean it's a nice truck it's olive green or baby poop green whatever you want to call it uh but dude like i said that interior but the paint on this thing even the spots that were kind of iffy the blue pad with some 3d one that thing corrects like a dream if they were all like that yep. man I'd, I'd be living it but uh otherwise shoo, man they're cool. They're nice, but daggone, those tr- this truck market, almost $90,000 for this thing? <laughs> My, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey, Nick, uh, you got your hand up. What's going on, brother? I'm done cooking. Oh, let's see then. Oh, it came out almost oh, like sure. little mini chimichangas. Basically. Yeah. The case All right. of the guacamole. All right, put your phone kind of slow it down a little. Nope, no nope, good. We don't want to see you right now. We we want to go back to the food. Yeah, Just slow it down man. a little bit as you go. Uh, talk to us about uh, the taquitos. Looks like the tortillas eventually wrap themselves around. Have you ever used when you're trying to fry up some tortillas? You ever use uh, put a, a little bamboo or wooden uh, toothpick in to to help them stay closed? Never thought of that, but I should try that. Yeah, it does help when you're trying to fry them. Get in there yeah. nice and close on that. Uh, on that. Wow, man, that looks great. <laughs> wow, it looks delicious. So, Chris, All right, you- how'd you do your guacamole? Uh, do what? How'd you do your guacamole? So in a, in a Tupperware container, um, avocado, sliced up some little cherry tomatoes, um, sliced up a, a, a shallot and garlic, add that and just crush that all together with a fork, add some lime juice from a fresh squeezed lime, salt and pepper, add some cilantro and parsley, and that's really it. Eric, I think that's what we should have had for MTV. I know. Yeah. I don't know. Those chicken and waffles. Chicken and waffles are pretty good, though. 
I just went to a restaurant. They had boneless chicken thighs with like hot honey syrup sauce. And it was kind of tasted similar to Nick's chicken chicken waffles. They were great. Derek, whatever you made, whatever you made, Derek, was the bomb, dude. (laughs) And Marty's salmon, I don't like fish and I ate it. Oh, Oh, yeah. I don't like fish. Yeah, we almost had to, we had to force you to take a, take a bite of it because he's like i don't like fish and then you try no, it. i like, hate fish i like fish yeah. now the salmon Derek's burgers it's good man yeah, those are oh. good too all right nick where do people see uh see your picture you can find everything i cook on my instagram that is it's underscore grooms on instagram um i have now a folder that says hashtag cooking with nick on my profile where you can see everything i've made for the past about a year and a half Awesome. Awesome. Cool. All right, Derek. I think it's time. Time for the tab out question of the night. All righty, guys. Uh, this one's you got basically got two options. Hopefully you pick the latter, but we'll see. So uh, what's the craziest thing you ever been tricked into doing or detailing? Wait, hold on. Say that again. What's What's the craziest thing you've ever been tricked into doing or detailing? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> craziest thing you've been tricked into or detailing? I don't follow. Take oh, the or tricked, out. Tricked Take into. Out. You were either. Into, <laughs> yeah. Something you, were, something you were tricked into doing or tricked into detailing because i have a story All right, about let's just go tricked one. into detailing maybe what i don't know <laughs> maybe go ahead what's your answer okay so i i did a car maybe i'm the drunk guy at the end of the bar that doesn't get it so i did i did a car at this lady's house one time and uh we finished up the interior and the lady goes oh right, no, it's good she goes <laughs> well well you got all the cleaning supplies you know i got something in my house you can clean and i was like uh I mean, I guess it's basically the same thing. I can extract your everything. So I go up into this house. I walk in, and she points to this like uh, chair, and she goes, "Yeah, I think uh, I got wet or something." I just can you extract it? I start cleaning it. I start sucking up, and all of a sudden, I look at my extractor, and all the water is green. I'm like, "Uh oh, what like green and brown? What the hell is this?" So I zip open the side of the cushion, and it's cat piss all the way from the top, all the way through the bottom. So I look at this lady and I go, man, like this this urine, like pretty much all the way through this this cushion. She goes, what do you want to do? I go, well, what, what do you want to do? Like, I'm not, there's no point in me cleaning this anymore. So we carried this out to our front step, put it on the curb. And I don't know what happened to that after that, but that was the, I, something told me not to go inside because I saw a lot of cats on it. And I was just like, I probably shouldn't go inside, but I was just being nice. Like I did a car, you know, I'm already here. Let me just go upstairs. And I was just like, uh, okay, but. I'll charge you for detail and charge you for cleaning for clean the urine out of her uh, her chick. All right. Okay. I'm going to hop over to Joe Clean. Joe Clean hopped in just a second ago. We haven't been able to touch touch base with him, see how he's doing. But Joe Clean, what's the craziest thing you've had to detail? No, nah, you ain't finna do me like that. Y'all ain't remind me that we were having this on Wednesdays. Ever since I go with y'all to, MTV, to uh, MTE for my anniversary, y'all just forgot about me. No. So I'm sad. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 
Hey, Joe, hey Derek, no. Derek, how many years have we been doing this at 7.30 Wednesday night? Zoom That's ID, the same thing every Wednesday night yeah. at 7.30, Three years. right? Like, Three years now. Yeah. My, my, my bad is I set an alarm on Wednesdays for the distro now, and it just flows straight in. And uh, I got on, I was like, ah, and then um, I messed up and didn't come back on. So I was ready for the distro, but then I didn't come in in the second half. But here, no, there, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. So um, what's the worst thing? I wasn't even prepared because I wanted to just put my complaint in there. Um, <laughs> I um, I cleaned up after a dead body before. Oh. Um, yeah, I cleaned up some blood. And um, I didn't, uh, one of them I didn't know, but one of them I did know. But um, I was pulling up the blood and I'm like, what is this? I thought it was a little bit of blood. It was a lot of blood. And come to find that some guy had killed himself. And then the second one, I knew the guy killed himself. And we went up to Tennessee to try to fix that one. But the first one, I didn't know at first. Florida's crazy. Uh (laughs) Yeah. So that was mine. That's nice, man. Joe. not nice. (laughs) No, that's a nice story. That's what I mean. That's a nice story. That's nice. Uh, Joe, Mm -hmm. since you haven't been back on to tell us about your anniversary, please, please do tell. Okay. So due to COVID that I had to take a COVID test to actually go to Hawaii. And when I was like, you know what? I would end up taking the COVID test, but I don't want to. But it wouldn't have came back in time. So come to find out, Marty, my flight was only two something to get to Hawaii and my room was only uh, two something a night. So it wasn't that expensive. So what I told my wife was, since we can't do our COVID, how about we stay home and do work out of our work at our house? Because we keep going out of town. Like we went to Colorado, spent like three grand, went to Atlanta, spent a few another thousand. And every time we travel, we come back home. Oh, we're going to work on the house. We need to do this. So we took about five grand and put it in our house. We laid down hardwood floors and we got a new bed. So we bought all the hardwood floors and then we got a new uh, bed to go around our new mattress. I'm with you on the bed, man. That's awesome, man. That is the best vacation anniversary. (laughs) Bro. And then I put up these lights. I don't know if y'all can see it. These lights? Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Lights in the back. So my wife is laying on the ground. Look, she's laying on the ground right now. Y'all can see her? No, I can't see her, man. <laughs> okay, all right. So you can't see her, but she's right there on the ground on her no. phone. And there's the lights in the back of my house. So we put That's up good. all this in the backyard. So we spent a little over five grand versus blowing it in Hawaii and coming back to a house we one day will remodel. So that's what we end up doing. And we, uh, I don't want to get too sentimental, but we found so much bonding time in that time, bro. It was amazing. And it led right into uh, Valentine's Day. So, awesome, bro. Yeah. Congratulations. Awesome. Yeah, man. So now we're in the hammock in the backyard, and I decided to get on this live. So. Well, thanks. Oh, you decided now. I appreciate yeah, it. because you I was like, to get we on, was, man. Thanks. We was the truth finally comes out. Like, the oh, truth oh, finally oh, comes oh, out. Thank oh, you. Thank you. <laughs> we were deep in conversation, and then I just was like, whoa, it's nine. it was 940. Yeah, it was like 941. I'm like, oh, I forgot to get on on the second half to see if you guys were on because I missed yeah. you last week. 
Mm. You know what I mean? And then the mm. week before was, you know, my anniversary. <laughs> so with that being said, I had to get on. And so I jumped on. Well, we're glad yeah. you're here, brother. We're glad you're here. Me too. Thank you, guys. I'm glad to be here as well. And I will be on time next week. <laughs> yes. All good, yes, brother. Man. I love the lights. Congrats on the hardwood floors. Uh, that's, that's cool, yeah. man. That's, you definitely reinvest back into your your home life. There's nothing. There is. I think, you know, Nick and I talk about this because he, he, you know, especially since past 2020, I couldn't travel. I used to travel all the time. I like, I love to travel. But when you can't travel anymore, then you start coming home. The biggest market in 2020 was cleanings as well as remodelings. Like mm-hmm. everybody cleaned their cars, cleaned their homes, but they also started remodeling their homes and fixing their homes. And like the amount of people that just then began to sit at home more and just start to enjoy their house more. And that's why Nick is. Nick enjoys his house. He spends a lot of time in his house. My girlfriend just keeps saying, we need to spend time at home. Like let's, let's invest in our home. So awesome, Joe. Glad you did that, brother. Yeah, me too. So I shared one photo with my house looked like at first. I don't know if y'all can see, I don't know how to work this thing, but that was, can y'all see it? Is it um, yeah, I, can see. I, I, I saw it. You yeah. saw that. Mm-hmm. You saw that. And then this, everybody saw it. Cause I'm going to show you the other one, what it looks like. I just nice. figured out how to do this. So sorry, sorry. I don't want to kill time, but I'm just trying to show you. So share content photo, and then I'm going to show you what it looks like at the end. And I bought a new toilet as well. So that was a big investment because toilets are expensive as hell. I did not know that. <laughs> Dude, They're interesting. So, expensive. so Joe, did you get a, one of those, those things that like shoot up underneath the belays or, or what are they called? No, Bidet. no, Bidets. no. Bidets? Bidets? Yeah. one. Yeah. Five so one. did y'all see the beginning? Oh, yeah, shit. Good job, yeah. Joe. That wow. looks great, man. Oh, great job, man. Yeah. That's awesome. That looks amazing. Holy oh, shit. Y'all, Hell yeah. It was so much work, dude. But at the end of the day, we got it done. Like, we did underneath the stairs. We did pantry. We did bathroom. Oh, man. It was a lot of work. So, well, but again, it is a lot of work. It, it, it Once you get going, it clicks. Is it click flooring? It's click. But we didn't get the one with the padding already under it. We yeah. went cheap. We spent like 1800 bucks on the boxes that we had and ended up doing it ourselves. But if we would have did it with the padding, we was at almost three grand. So it's like, ah, we'll just do it ourselves for that 1800 And then uh, we had to lay down this little, whatever this was, this underlay, tape it down, and then put the wood on top of it and then snap them in. So I don't know if that I makes did. sense, whoever it's, else. It's the trim work. It takes forever. You're flying along, yes. but then you got to trim it. All the yes. trim work takes forever. Yeah. That's what it forever. So that took us three days. But again, it was so much fun, dude. We learned a lot. So yeah, it was a good time. So it is, yeah. it is a good time. I yeah. I did that with my dad multiple times, unfortunately, because oh. I kept having house floods. Whether it was a pipe <laughs> busting or the way my backyard got graded, I started having water coming in my house, like. I've, I, yeah, man, it's a, it's a lot of fucking work. Like a lot of time on your knee and, and Brandon, you're right. Like you start getting around those edges, you got to start precising your cuts and yeah, it's not fun. It's, it's a lot of work, Joe. So great job. Yeah. All right, Nick, what Thank about you, you uh, on the tab out question? Where are you at? So I haven't really been tricked into anything at Tesla, but back in 2017, I was working at a car wash. Um, 
and then asked me one time, hey, uh, you want to go up to an RV park and uh, and help somebody sanitize the interior of one? And I was like, all right, cool, whatever. Um, that's fine. I get there, and it's, it's me and one other dude, and they made me take my own car there. Um, and we're spray waxing the outside of this, like, 20-foot massive, like, 20-foot tall, like, maybe – I couldn't tell you how long it was, at least 50 feet RV. Just, I mean, massive, massive sucker. Um, Up on a massive ladder on the top of that thing, just going to town on it. Like, I did not sign up for that at all. And I got back, and I'm like, all right, when am I getting paid for this? And the dude, my manager at the time, reaches into his pocket and hands me a $20 bill. And he's like, here you go. (laughs) And I was like, "All all right, it is what it is. I'm not going to work here much longer. 20 bucks is 20 bucks, Nick. Hey, right. Hey, especially. With- <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. When you're working on an RV, <laughs> that's for the first 30 minutes. Yeah. I hated that. It was like July, like mid July in Tennessee. Oh yeah. That'd be brutal. Hell. Brutal. Yeah. All right, Lucas, what about you? Is 20 bucks, 20 bucks. What's been the uh, craziest thing you've dealt with? <laughs> uh, Shit just happened last week, actually. Uh-oh. I uh, did one of my weekly semi-mobile jobs, and they te- they text me the truck number, what lot it's at, and I just go break into it and clean it. And they told me nothing out of the ordinary. It was just, hey, we need this one cleaned. It's like, okay. And I usually Uh-oh. usually takes me 90 minutes. I charge them 250 bucks. It's easy money. They're happy with it. Good to go. I I pull up, get in the open the door in the truck, and it is, I mean, I pulled nine fifty-five gallon can liners worth of food, maggots, junk, trash, oh, all kinds of shit oh, on it. And then to top it off, the driver's seat had a big ass human shit stain right where somebody. And I was trying yeah. to tell myself, this is chocolate, it's chocolate, it's chocolate. <laughs> but the positioning of the stain and the smell as soon as I started There's introducing no moisture was just... There's no way. <laughs> I had to go buy a new vacuum because my I, I don't bring an extractor. I don't normally extract anything in the trucks. And I had to go buy a new vacuum because I couldn't get the smell of the shit out of the exhaust coming from my vacuum. That poor man. I, I, I charge... I char- I t- I, finished it took me like six hours and then i told him listen this this is gonna be like 1500 bucks like I, this was yeah sorry this is oh. what the invoice is and i'd love to keep doing work for you but yeah you're gonna have to let me know if this is gonna happen like this again because this was this was unacceptable oh it is God. chocolate it is chocolate and i'm willy wonker i'm willy wonker <laughs> <laughs> yeah Jesus. there ain't Look no it. on that one man <laughs> what they yeah, say when you when you send an invoice where they like let you come back or they like we're done what they say oh yeah I, well my my stepmom is second in charge of the company so i i i called her the next morning because i did i was working on this till like midnight and i called her the next morning i said Listen, this th- I, you're gonna see this invoice, and you're probably gonna you're probably gonna sweat for a second and a little bit of sticker shock. And then I sent her one picture of the inside of the truck, and she's like, "Oh, yeah, that's that won't be a problem." Oh, oh my god, yeah, brutal. I mean, that man, I want to see that. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely post that photo and tag. Yeah, can you? Can you please? Yeah, I can post I'll do it the in group, group chat. chat. I want to. Yeah, place in the group chat. Oh, wait, don't post I don't, it. I don't have. I'm not in the group chat. I can post it on the hyperclean. I won't include the poop picture. I'll include the interior. Oh, the yeah, is... no, include the poop picture. Go to yeah. yeah put it in the hyperclean want, specialist pa- like group on Facebook. All right. Yeah, definitely. And put the put the we'll poop pic. Yeah, we well, all want to see. And then right it. under, it's chocolate. It's chocolate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. <laughs> okay, just the Hershey bar. It melted. He's good. So the HyperClean Specialist Group on Facebook. Cool. All right, Brandon from Shawshank. Yeah, it was a two-part question. So the first one, um, when I was younger, and I in my fun days, I was smoking a smoking a blunt with a friend, and there was something in it that I never would have done ever. And he told me after, and it was, it's pretty crazy. Ended up in a corner sweating, just dripping sweat because I didn't know what was in it. Um, so that's the personal one. And then detailing of one of my clients that was a dealership, 200 something thousand dollar S63 calls me to go to someone's house and look at a car that they call. Oh, craziest thing you've done. Got yeah. it. I was like, yeah. where was he going with that story? Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay, yeah. that was the craziest thing you've done. Okay. I've been tricked into doing. Okay. Then, yeah. Yeah. Detailing. The craziest thing I've been tricked into detailing. Um, the dealership called, told me to go look at something. There's some spots on a hood they can't get out. I knew something was fishy. So I talked to the body shop because they sanded it first and they wouldn't tell me what they did. I knew something was up. And I get there and literally right in the hood i see it right away and i go look they sanded through the clear coat on a brand new s63 amg wow and i told the guy i said these other ones i can fix i see the sand marks there's sand marks all over this black car and i said this one i can't fix he told me to do my best i did i fixed them all all around the car and then that one in the hood i made look better but you couldn't do much that car, that guy, ever since five, yeah, five years ago, no one's touched his car since. So it was crazy to be tricked into it, but he became one of my best clients. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Nicely done. John, what about you? Uh, well, mine was mine was a quick one. I got a call. Uh, this client said, hey, you can take a look at this. Uh, we had a, a little spill. And I'm like, okay, what kind of spill? Well, I'm not exactly sure. I'm like, but it, it really stunk, so I, I put a bunch of perfume on it. I'm like, okay, well, I'll come take a look at it. And she goes, I'll pay you. And I said, all right, well, we'll just come take a look at it, and we'll, we'll assess it. And she's like, she just had bought the car three days ago. And I'm like, okay. And it was a light tan interior. Show up. Here's this towel on, on the seat. And I'm like, oh, shit. I know this where it's going to go. And it actually looked clean, other than this ring. Um, that she's like, oh, if you put your face down there, you can smell it. I said, no, I can smell all the perfume. She's like, can you go ahead and clean it? And I'm like, well, yeah, but what is it? She's like, well, I don't remember what was spilled. Well, her dad had a blowout from every angle possible on his diaper up (laughs) all the way up to the back of the headrest, all the way down to the bottom, everything. And she thought it was okay to just pour a bunch of water on it and she thought it was okay because it would just be pushed down and it would fall out the bottom like a grater or something so all of this shit 
was pushed down in into the carpet underneath the seat and when i started extracting i'm like going oh my. i literally puked in my own mouth i'm just like i, I was like this is shit she goes oh that might have happened too might have happened you either had to clean up after your dad or you didn't and she goes well i she gives me 20 bucks she goes okay so can you get the rest of it i said this thing needs to be completely disinfected this so i'm like you did a great job cleaning the surface because you know there's no shit stains on this light brown but yeah so i got tricked into messing with it and the worst part was it was like nine o'clock in the morning and that smell did not go away all day long so everywhere i went i, I just smelled it all day long and uh. i i felt like i was eating it it just it was oh. it smelled so bad it ingrained so bad that um she goes okay so i need you to pull the seats out and everything i said oh, uh, well no no, no, that we're, this is not. And what made it worse was she had it pulled out in the Arizona sun. So it was just sitting there. Baking. 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 And the windows were shut. And so then you have that plus the water and everything else. So when you opened it, yeah, you had this overwhelming smell of shit and perfume and nastiness. Yeah. So, John, I, I haven't actually cleaned human shit out of a car but at a dealership that I was servicing, well, a salesman decided he was enjoying the person that was looking at a car. And I guess that person oh, looking at a car was enjoying no. the salesman. They ended up hopping in the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apparently anal was performed and then suddenly a giant explosion <laughs> happened. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so the detailer was telling me is that you know basically the salesman it. comes back to him inside the detail shop at the dealership and goes hey man yeah i need to clean this up thanks i tried to walk away <laughs> yeah could well, you imagine being that detailer i go uh excuse me <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Explain what yeah. happened, please. Yeah. So <laughs> that not. guy got fired. That guy no. got fired. And uh, I, I don't know. I, they they struggled through that cleaning. Um, I, I don't know how well it turned out. It, it did not. I, oh. It didn't sound great from from them. Nick. Yeah. I, I imagine you've you've had some interesting cars come through the dealership. Not really with us, honestly, because we don't. We oh, don't Tesla owners to... don't do that in the back seat, huh? They don't. No, the white seats. <laughs> okay, I've not run into run into any quite like that. Usually, it's just an obscene amount of dog hair. Yeah, that's yeah. that's normal. Well, I that's think every day, normal. in my opinion, like at the car wash. Oh yeah, sure. Everything and then some. I've I've seen, but I'm, I'm yet to to find reproductive fluids aplenty over a vehicle. Well, here's to you, brother. Yeah. You. <laughs> I, I got a recommendation for you real quick. Um, Marty, your, your story reminds me. I just watched a video of, you guys all probably seen Jackass. I know who Chris Pontius and Steve O are. Um, they, they posted a story um, not long ago on YouTube where they were doing the, the gumball rally, if you guys know what that is. 
and they had a they had um I'll just say a challenge in the back of a car of I won't say what it is on here. Y'all just gonna have to go watch it. Um, but I think it'd be a really interesting one to clean up, and I feel really bad for that detailer who had to eventually take care of that car. Spill the beans. Oh, well, I yeah. Think. All right, well, I'll go check that out. Dustin, what yeah. about you? Let's let's finish up with you. What's been the craziest thing you've been talked into detailing? Oh, man. Uh, this lady showed up, or she booked it. Or she called me ahead of time and said, hey, you know, I got this vehicle. It's not real dirty, but it's got this odor in it, you know, whatever. And I said, yeah, no problem. Um, you know, we can definitely take a look at it, get it in here, steam everything, you know, extract the carpets and the seats. Um, and then run our ozone machine in it. That'll typically take care of it as long as it's not, uh, you know, cigarette smoke related. Then it can be trapped in the headliner. And uh, so we get the vehicle in and take care of that situation and uh, get the vehicle smelling better. She said uh, she didn't really give us much information about what the smell was, but it was awful. Uh, come to find out her dog had died in the back seat. And oh. you know how that goes. Are you serious? (laughs) Can you fail to tell me this? Oh, Uh, yeah. So, so those, any of the odor stuff nowadays, I I price kind of high. I just had one the other day, lady called in said and told me, you know, our dog died in the backseat and, you know, leaks (laughs) woods, that type of thing. And, uh, I quoted, you know, I quoted it like pretty high. You know, almost 700 bucks for, you know, an interior detail, whatever. Cause there's a lot that can go into that. And uh, she just was like blown away and was like, yeah, no way. <laughs> and I'm like, well, don't. <laughs> and I told her, I said, look, ma'am, I understand if you don't want to go with us. I said, I get that. But just be careful when you reach out to, another, you know, other local guys. Just ask them about their process. Don't let them mask it with an odor remover. <laughs> you know and uh and so you know of course i didn't get that job but yeah stuff like that man you gotta be careful number one and, listen, uh, listen. Go ahead, all right Jeff. so so oh. for me my craziest one that i was talked into actually began my process into which is funny some of the guys have talked about they've learned something through a system or you know they got into this car and they figured like oh shit i need so for me, this is why I don't like GMC trucks is I had an old youth pastor that from when I was in high school and we just stayed in touch. He actually helped me a lot through pitching. He was a semi-pro player. And then, you know, we, I was a big baseball player. So he helped me. We had a, it was a good time. And then he moved away, uh, reached back out to me because he was coming about two hours away. He was over in Arkansas and he goes, Hey, seen some stuff. Hey, can I get my truck coded? I said, sure. I think this was 2019. I just bought. He's like, listen, I just I just bought it, literally, like that day. He was going to be up in a couple weeks. I said, okay, great. Don't touch it. Don't do anything. No problem. It's going to be easy, right? I'm just going to show up, get the car cleaned up, put on a coating, go. It's two weeks old. I show up, and I go, I put some lights out there, right? You know, because you got to put lights out. I go, holy shit, man. And I showed him and he goes, I go, God damn, dude. I'm like two something hours away. Fortunately, 
fortunately I had a little of enough foresight to bring some polishers, brought out rotary and just some random group of pads just in case, right? Just in <laughs> case. Well, but I wasn't ready for that paint, right? I wasn't ready for the GMC paint. I, I spent close to 12 hours because I just couldn't, st- I mean, it was so difficult to rotary that and then polish it all the way back out. It was brutal. And I was like, okay, there has to be a system for working on soft black paint. And that's when I started developing a, a, a pad line for soft paint vehicles. Right. And I, like you mentioned Dustin, that blue pad, it, the blue pad came out of that struggle. Like I, to be able to cut a car and not overly mar it and push it down too hard and get it too brutal. That's, that's where that pad came from. So let's, that's why I also constantly always talk about why I don't like those GMC black paints. They, they are my nemesis from that night. Cause it took me 12 plus hours to finally get it. I couldn't right? I mean, you just, you pull up as a detailer, right? I had that detailer. I, I shouldn't have fucked myself. Right. Like, <laughs> Because you know, a, a couple of years after later, the way he washed it, right? You just know it wasn't ever going to be back the way it was. And he constantly sent me photos of how amazing his truck looked. I mean, we're talking years later. Looks amazing because the coating was, you know, was doing its job. But if if we put another light on it, you all of us here would have gone right (laughs) i should not have put that fucking light on and i should have just given a good polish and just left but i didn't i didn't 12 something late hours later and i don't think i got home to like four in the morning i mean he asked me if i should stay at their place and i'm over in arkansas and i go no man i I gotta get home i gotta work like and i didn't get home till four in the morning i had to be at dealerships and go make calls the next day like it is what it is like it's like fuck GMC. I'm out. I'm out. And did you charge? Did you charge anything different? Joe, it's your fucking did, old youth pastor. You tell me. Did you charge? Did you charge anything different? Joe, it's your old youth pastor. You tell me. Yeah, I'm just saying. You're you like just... you're like ninety percent of every detail. I want to chase everything they see, even that where they get. That was back in the day, though. Marty's changed. I, I know, but that's how we all are back in the day because we're just starting out or we want to make a name for ourselves. But when you get yeah, seasoned, nothing to do, I get it. You're absolutely right, Joe. And there's plenty of people do that. I just, you know, it's your old youth pastor. You, you quoted him a price, and <laughs> like it just is what it is. I fucking took it yeah. up. The, like it just, it's it was it was a, it is what you, it, it you know. He was a priest. Mark. Your youth pastor was a priest. <laughs> you took it up to what? No, 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 Listen, oh listen. I pr- I price those black GMs so high that it scares the people away. <laughs> it works yeah. out great. <laughs> yeah. Mar- it, it, it works in your favor. Yeah. yeah, that's it. I did a I did a family friend. It was the same thing. It was like my mom had recommended to one of her coworkers. It was the same thing. It was like, you know, I, I was talked all up. Me to to, to polish his car and coat it. And when I got there, same thing. It was really messed up. It was a GMC. 
And I ended up just doing it. And I was, and I looked at my mom going, like, don't ever recommend me again to this lady. <laughs> like, cause it's <laughs> the same thing. Price is the price. Like, I'm not going to gouge them when I'm already there. But I literally was shaking my head going, like, I should have just said no. But, like, it was too late. And th- I still do their cars now. But, you know, I, they they love me. But I was just like, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> like, But, Joe, to your point, we were Baptist, not Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're safe, right? <laughs> I'm safe, brother. I, I, my my renal hole is still okay. It's, it's all my into right. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, if we had to turn this into an intervention or a little therapy session, no. we got you. No. <laughs> no. Joe, on the right deep. Joe, we no. got you. I mean, we're all brothers here. You know, we got you, man. So you can be up front with us as, as you as you from the back. I mean. Uh, we could be up front with us. Just keep it that yeah. way. So. Not in the back, good. though. I agree. Not in the back. Derek, that's the best stuff. way to end a tab out question right yes. there. That's when yeah. we know it's time to close it off. When you were on the jaw, when you touch the back, and and the, and the GMC black got done, like so. <laughs> Listen, yeah. I tell you the 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 worst part of that vehicle, no doubt, Joe, as you talked about, was definitely that that trunk bed, like that uh, that tailgate was the brutal part, oh, no doubt. I'd yeah. probably spend an hour plus on that tailgate. All yeah. right, guys, thanks so much. That was fun. Good, uh, goddamn, we're almost now t- two hours into it, so uh, good conversation, Joe. Glad to hear everything went well on the honeymoon. Love to see uh, the way you guys progressed in your house. That's awesome, Nick. Uh, yeah, food looked amazing. Brother, uh, everybody go Thanks. check out uh, Nick's food, and he's got the different recipes on it. Brandon, glad to hear of your success at the car show, man. That was awesome. 500 bucks in sales. That's that's killer, man. That's 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 really a great thing. Derek, I love that shirt. Well, that's that's what I'm going to oh. say on that one, man. That's, that's oh, thank you. Shirt. <laughs> I think that's what Dustin's got on, too. That's a good-looking shirt, Dustin. Oh, I, I got my shirt on. Oh, oh. damn. I thought that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, John, man, always great to see you, brother. Thanks so much, guys. Have a great night. Thank you, guys. See you.